And I thank God a big truth that God wants to get into our heart right now is that we develop a strong spirit. In Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 14, it says, it's the strong spirit of a man that sustains him in bodily pain or trouble. In other words, we're able to face hard by the help of the Holy Spirit and a strong spirit in life, but a weak and broken spirit who can raise up or bear. We can't afford to be broken down. We can't afford to to be weak in our spirit. We can't afford to be inconsistent because we see that what's going to bring us through the attacks in life on our body and our mind and our families and our finances, relationships, even, even in our job place, it's a strong spirit that's going to help us overcome any test or trial. When people are in a weak condition, I'm telling you what, it opens us up to vulnerability because the word says in John 10, 10, the thief does come, but only for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus came that we may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full until it overflows. So let's go ahead and continue to develop a strong spirit. Say it with me. I have a strong spirit. I receive the word tonight. I praise God tonight. I worship God tonight. And these are ways that we can strengthen our spirit, man. When we stay strong, we can be prepared for life when it happens. So if you want to change on the outside, if you want to, if you want to overcome on the outside of the trials in this life, we know that we must develop a strong spirit. I mentioned this last week, I believe, but it's bear, it bears repetition. Everyone encounters problems but it's healthy people that seek solutions. So you viewing online tonight, you're seeking solutions from the Word of God, I believe He's going to drop a word right on you tonight that you can take in your, in your daily life. So how do we develop a strong spirit? We, me we mentioned this last week that we develop, in order to develop a strong spirit, we have to develop and then maintain a teachable spirit. God, by His Spirit, is trying to teach us. God, through His words, trying to teach us. God, God is trying to show us the path and enlighten our way so that we can um, navigate whatever we're facing. Most, if not all of the progress I've made in my life has come when I was corrected or when, when I was shown something to change. I didn't get offended. I changed the way I thought. I changed the way I believed. I changed my attitude. And, and then I took a next step. So we need to maintain and develop a teachable spirit. Also, and this is where I want to go tonight, in the natural, how do you maintain a healthy body? And again, I'm not going to get on your case tonight for what kind of diet you're eating naturally, but maybe I should mention it. <laughs> but, you know, in the natural, our bodies need a good diet. We do. We need good, proper nutrition. As a matter of fact, I don't have time to go to this reference tonight in 1 Timothy uh, chapter 4 and verse 6 through 9. I read it last week, but we can be nourished up on the truths of God, and we can keep ourselves spiritually fit, and we can, we can exert ourselves to godliness. Spiritual training is useful and of value in everything, in every way, and even in eternity to come. But in the natural uh, to have, in order to be healthy, we need to have a good, nutritious diet, same way in the spirit. And also, we need to exercise, and we're going to talk about exercise a little bit later. 
But there's similarities between physical development and spiritual development. There are a lot of people out of shape physically, and therefore they're weak, they're tired, they're run down. That's not a good, you know, that's not a good position to be in because that's normally when an attack tries to come on our mind or our body. So that's stay in shape. All right, we need a proper spiritual diet also to nourish up our spirit. We, we feed on spirit food. The Word of God is food for our spirit. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by what? Every word, not your favorite word, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Gerald Brooks put it this way, priorities that ignore God's Word today will create problems for you tomorrow. Oh, it, you know, that's why, again, the Word says, pray this, pray, God, give us this day my daily bread. You know, first thing in the day, I hope you get right into that Word. I hope you hear that Word first thing. I hope you get into the, the you know, your, your book or, or tablet or, or your phone and you read that Word. So God's Word is food for our spirit. Jeremiah 15 and 16 says it like this, Your words were found, and I ate them. And your word was to me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. Man, I'm, we're feeding on God's word tonight. You know, I, I, um, I, I'm not going to criticize anybody that's ministering the word out there. Thank God they're doing a good thing. But I find myself in my sermons layering my sermons with a lot of scripture. A lot of scripture because... That reinforces us. That feeds us. It's food for our spirit. It helps us renew our mind. Job chapter 23 and verse 12 says, I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have, listen, listen, <laughs> I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. When's the last time you hungered? When's the last time we hungered more for God's word than we did for the necessary food that we have? Oh, God, I ask you, give us all a greater hunger for your word. Thank you, Father, for reigniting that insatiable desire for your word. 1 Peter 2, verses 1 through 3 says, Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking, listen, as newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word of God. Why? That you may grow thereby. There's nothing like a good, cold glass of milk <laughs> with an oatmeal raisin cookie. Excuse me, that's not on our diet list. But we can do that every now and then, all right. But if indeed, um, it says, as newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the Word of God that you may grow thereby, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Dad Hagen said it like this. He said, you can't get strong spiritually by feeding your body three hot meals a day and feed your spirit one cold snack a week. Or just by live streaming. Live streaming's huge. It's important. We're feeding on the Word tonight. That's one of my main responsibilities to feed the sheep and, and teach and minister out of the office with which I stand. But oh, it's every single day we go to the Word for ourselves, And like Hannah said, you know, get to know God in a very personal and intimate way. You know, again, it's my job to feed you and teach you, and, and, and I also help you learn how to feed yourself. Go to that Word. Get that chapter in. We'll talk about that in just a minute. But it's your job to come to the assembly as we reopen. It's your job to live stream and keep yourself built up. 
feed on the Word, you listen to the Word, you adjust and do these things daily. But every part of the Bible, I mentioned this again, has a nutritional value. That's why you want to systematically, I, I like to read the New Testament in a year, and sometimes I'll do it more than that. I like to read a proverb. I like to read slowly through the Old Testament. And the different aspects of the Word of God feeds us a different nutritional value. And that's why it's good to have colorful meals like tonight had a nice salad with, uh, with homegrown tomatoes. Oh, man, why am I talking about food right now? And carrots and, and spinach and, and then had some good spaghetti. But anyway, uh, it's good to have good, healthy, colorful meals. It's nutritional. So anyway, we talked about read the whole word. Psalm 1 is a favorite scripture or one of the favorite scriptures. I love this scripture. It says, blessed is the man or the person who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of the sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate what? Day and night. Sort of like sounds like we eat more than one meal, right? And, and you might say, well, that takes effort. Well, yeah, it does. It takes effort to stay spiritually fit. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So systematically read through that Bible. You might feel like, and the enemy try to say, oh, you know, this is not doing any good. Yes, he's a liar. If he says it's not doing you any good, you know he's, do, you know. Yeah, and even when you pray, you try to say you're wasting your time. God's not listening to you. No, he's a liar. It's good to talk to your father like your very, very best friend. And then you want to listen to the word of God because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You want to listen to anointed ministry gifts. It's good to be here tonight because I'm speaking not just as a man. I'm speaking under the unction, under the anointing and the pastoral pastor-teacher type of office that can help you and, and impart into you so many good things. Acts 20, 32 says, now, brethren, I commit to you, or commit you to God. I deposit you in his charge, entrusting you to his protection and care, and I commend you to the word of his grace. I just trust the word of God to keep you. I trust the Holy Spirit within you to keep you. I trust the Holy Spirit within you to lead you and guide you and direct you and put a check on you when you're, when you're doing something with a wrong person, place, or a thing, and you go on the right path. You know, if something doesn't seem right, back off it. If something steals your peace, back off it. If something agitates you, back off it. I trust the Word and His Spirit to take good care of us, right? And then assembly is required. Hebrews 10, 24, and 25, and can you believe it's been over four months since we've physically been together in a service? But again, God's grace is sufficient. I believe we're getting what we need to in this unique season. But Hebrews 10, 24, and 25 says, and let us consider and give attentive, continuous care of watching over one another. If someone's on your heart, call them. If someone's on your mind, pray for them. Studying how we may stir up, stimulate, and incite to love and helpful deeds and noble activities, not forsaking or neglecting to assemble together as believers, as is the habit of some people, 
We're going to get back into the habit of assembling. We're soon. But thank you for being in the habit of live streaming and being in virtual contact and connection. Not forsaking, but admonishing, warning, urging, and encouraging one another and all the more faithfully as you see the day approaching. I love to read the Gospels. My favorite Gospel is John. My middle name's John. That's not the reason why I like it so much. But in Luke chapter 4 and verse 16, we see Jesus had a habit of going into the temple on the Sabbath day. We, Jesus is our example. So it's, so it's critically important that we assemble. The Word says in Luke 4, 16, So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he was consistent. As his custom was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for the read. So assembly is required. We love you, we miss you, and we're going to assemble soon. But also assembly is required with good friends because you are your company. You want to be around good people. God uses others sometimes to strengthen us and encourage us and to help brace us up and to stand together in agreement with us, right? So now we're going to go into the exercise phase of staying spiritually fit. Exercise takes effort. <laughs> it takes just to get up and to start doing it. And uh, many times we don't feel like exercising, right? Well, many times uh, we might not feel like getting into the Word, but we do. Many times we might not feel like live streaming. We turn it on and all of a sudden we're saying, man, I'm so glad I did because I'm receiving strength. I'm receiving a divine bracing right now. I'm receiving, oh, that Word just fits what I'm going through right now. You know, sometimes you don't feel like getting on the treadmill or taking a walk or, or exercising. But the Word says in Joshua 1.8, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then, remember again, day and night, it denotes that we feed more than once, and we, we keep mindful of God throughout our day. We don't just put our time in and forget about God. Man, the Word says pray without ceasing. It's just, it's just a fellowship. It's a father and his child just doing life together. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Psalm 119, 49 and 50 says, Remember the word to your servant upon which you have caused me to hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, for your word has given me life. What do we do when it comes to exercising spiritually? One of the greatest things we can ever do to exercise our spirit man is to speak the Word of God over our life. That's spiritual exercise. Do you always feel like speaking the Word? No. It's just like we don't always feel like walking in the Spirit, but the Word says, put on the new man. The Word says, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I will bless the Lord. The word Jesus says in Mark eleven twenty three. For assuredly I say to you, whosoever shall say, or whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he does what? Says will be done. He will have whatever he says. There are times in life that we feel weak, right? Does the word say, let the weak say I'm weak? Do you always feel like saying I'm strong when you're weak? No. Joel 3.10 says, 
Let the weak say, I am strong. You say, Pastor Cohen, you called me out tonight. Man, I just feel weak right now. Well, let's say this together. Say it together. Say, I am strong. Say it again. Say it with me. I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. So, God, we're speaking your word by saying, I am strong in Jesus' name. I am strong. My spirit, man, is strong. Body, you line up with the word of God. I am strong. Mind, I am strong. I have the mind of Christ. I am strong. Come on now. It's the strong spirit of a person that will sustain you in whatever you're going through. One of the worst things we can do is agree with our body when it feels weak. You can talk yourself into more weakness. Did you know that? Whether we like it or not, our tongue is a rudder. Or we could put it this way in, in, in current terms. Our, our tongue is a steering wheel. Whatever we say, it sort of direct, we, we direct our path in our life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. What are we saying? What, what, you know, I, I know we, we, we sometimes go through difficulties, but we've, we, we need to say what God says about our life. So one of the first spiritual exercises, we hopefully, hopefully you speak the word over your life. Find good scriptures. I'm going to go over several tonight that you can just write down as a reference and speak over your life. I have certain scriptures I like to go over daily. I like to say who I am in Christ. I like to speak words of strength and healing and health and provision. But it is exercise, and it takes time. You don't get physically fit by eating wrong and not exercising. It takes an amount of time and dedication to do these things. It takes some disciplines. Ephesians 6.10 is a good scripture. It says, finally, my brethren, come on now, we're, we're exercising tonight. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Let me tell you this, and I know that you've experienced this many times just like I have. There are times in my life that I've come to the end of my strength. Where the end of my strength comes the beginning of God's. Notice it didn't say I am strong in my own strength. It says I am strong. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Come on, I believe with this word comes power to help you be strong in the Lord tonight. I'm just speaking that over my life, over your life that's here, over your life that's on live stream tonight, I just say, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Come on tonight, let's exercise a little bit. Say it with me, say it with me. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Come on, say it again. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Say it with me now. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I believe that's happening in our life. I believe God's watching over his word to perform it right now. Let me give you several references that will help us exercise our spirit man, exercise ourselves to be spiritually fit in godliness. Philippians 4.13, it's, it's familiar to us. But it is, is it real to us? 
you know, if you don't get that word in your heart and speak it out of your mouth, these words won't become real to you or active in your life. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do what? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, why don't you say that with me now? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say it with me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say it with <laughs> Come on, say it like you mean it. I can. I can. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Thank God I can. If you say I can't, you're basically saying you won't, and you won't. You just are basically determining the direction you're going to go. On the job, sometimes are new assignments, and sometimes it's overwhelming. Sometimes the last thing you want to do is say, I can't do this, because it almost pronounces sentence on you being able to do your job. No matter what is required of you, say it with me, God, help. I can do all things. I can learn this. I can learn this that my employer wants me to learn. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 12 says, Be strong in the grace. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. I am strong in grace. My wife didn't know it, but recently she said something to someone else, and it just dropped on me. It hit me so strong. You know, God is uh, wanting us. She, she told some person, say, you know what? We need to ask God for our daily grace. And grace is unmerited favor. Grace is God's power. Grace is God's reinforcement. Grace is God's ability. Grace is God's uh, ability to serve him acceptably, to give graciously, it, uh, to fulfill our assignment today. Give me my daily grace. Not only our daily bread, but our daily grace. And that just hit me. I'm like, boy, that reminded me to ask God, God, I ask you for my daily grace. And I asked him, God, grace me to minister tonight. I can't come up here in my own ability. I thank you. It was obvious that the grace of God was on our praise and worship tonight. Going back, even my wife, there's a strong grace on her tonight to lead out into the place that we've even progressed to into this service tonight. It's because of the grace of God we are that we are, and we are what we are. Thank God for the grace of God. Psalm 1832, listen to this. It says, it is God that girdeth me with strength. Come on now, say it with me. It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. That's on the screen, right? So won't you go ahead and read it together with me? It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. I'm girdeth with strength. I am strong in the Lord. You say, Pastor Con, I don't feel it yet. Well, I don't care. I don't walk by, I don't walk by my feelings. I walk by faith and not by sight. And, and every step, you, you know, you might, you might have to do something that's beyond your strength right now. Get up and say, I'm going to do this in the strength of the Lord and take your first step and just walk that way. And God, God will kick in and he'll help you. Oh, there's times in our life that we go through seasons that demand a lot of our time a lot of our energy, and we come to the end of ourself. But then we have another assignment that we can't neglect. 
And I, and I go before God and say, God, I'm at the end of myself. And I need you to kick in now. God, that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me. And he said, your word says you'd quicken me by, my, by the Holy Spirit that's on the inside of me. You know what? I live in a single dwelling home. But you know what? There's another person dwelling on the inside of me. There, there, <laughs> there's dual occupancy in me. The Holy Spirit, God by his spirit dwells on the inside of me. And all he has to, all he has to do is release some life in my spirit to have, have, have a quickened mind and a stronger body. Oh, thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Read uh, Psalm 27, verse 1 with me. Ready? Let's read. The Lord is, the is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord, here we go again. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Spirit of fear, shut up and get out of here in the name of Jesus. You speak to that mountain in the strength of the Lord. You put the enemy in his place. Devil, shut up and get out of my domain. I'm walking in love. I'm a tither and I'm a giver. So you don't belong in my domain. You get, I said get in Jesus' name. You've got to downright get strong with him sometimes. And you've got to get loud sometimes to get a hold of yourself. Come on. I'm strong in the Lord. How about you? I'm not asking my feelings. I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I'm not asking how my day went. I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Psalm 27, verse 13 and verse 14 says, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. How about you? Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. That's basically saying, you know, doing the things, do this spiritual exercise. We're just on point number one. I'm going to bring some more to you next week. But wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. In other words, don't give up on your faith confession. Don't give up on what you're believing for. Don't give up when you feel at your weakest moment. Don't give up when you feel like saying I'm weak, say I'm strong. Uh, the enemy, when he's trying to bombard your mind with these lies, it's not going to happen. You know he's a, li he's a liar. He he he's telling on himself the fact that he said it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. He is a liar. He's a father of all lies. Matter of fact, it's happening right now. If you're saying what God says about your life and you're standing in faith about something, it's aligning. It's working. It's coming to pass. God's watching over his word to perform it. It's going to happen at the right time. I have to tell you, though, a lot of times it's not my timing. But I'm just going to keep saying what the Word says about it. I'm just going to keep in faith about it. And God's faithful, God's loyal, and He's watching over His Word to perform it. And God's angels are bringing the past, the Word of God. They hearken unto the voice of the Word of God. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Don't quit. Don't give up. Be encouraged tonight. And He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And then Psalm 28, 7 and 8 says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. <laughs> Glory to God. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiceth, and with my song will I praise him. The Lord is their strength, and he is the saving strength of his anointed. 
I'm going to save some scriptures for next week, even on this first point. Oh, thank God. Thank God for his word tonight. Will you do that with me? Let's just praise God tonight for his word. Father, we praise you for your word tonight. And not just for your word tonight. We praise you for the help of your Holy Spirit. We praise you that we have another greater one on the inside of us. The presence of the Almighty God, the everlasting Father. Oh, I thank you, Father, you reside on the inside of me. And oh, we can be so weak naturally in our own strength, but we thank you. We are strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. We trust you, God. We magnify you, God. We exalt your word over our circumstances. We exalt your presence, and your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Thank you for speaking a word into our life tonight. Father, I speak peace to any storm in any of our lives tonight. I thank you we're strong. We have a strong spirit, and I thank you for sustaining us in any test or trial or attack. Would you just continue to bow your head with me tonight? I don't want to assume everybody viewing online tonight knows Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. So the simple gospel is this. Listen, we, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the wages of that sin, the Word says, is death. We deserved a death penalty because we'd all missed it multiple times, many times. But there's a free gift called eternal life through Jesus Christ. If you've never received the Lordship of God over your life, salvation through Jesus Christ, He's the way, the truth, and life. No man can come to the Father except through Him. Pray this simple prayer of salvation with me tonight. Say it with me. God, I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I believe He died on the cross for my death penalty that I owed. And I believe that He died. But I also believe that on the third day, you raised Jesus from the dead. And Jesus, I believe you're alive. I need you as my Savior. I repent for all my wrongdoing. I'm so sorry I've rejected you even in times past. But I now want you. I need you. This is my day of salvation. I ask you, come into my life. I receive you as my Savior now. And come on, here's the most important part. One of the most important things you can pray now. I now confess you as my Lord. Thank you for saving me, Jesus. Jesus, you are now the Lord of my life. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, would you call that number on the screen? That number, call Harvest Church, and we want to know that you received the Lord, and we'll get back with you, maybe even send you something. Make sure that you know. Find a good local church where you are. Come to Harvest Church when we begin to assemble. Tune in to live, our live streams. We do it on uh, Sundays and Wednesdays. There's live stream prayer groups. There's live stream small groups. There's just so much that's going on at Harvest. Go to our website at harvest-triad.com. And I tell you what, you'll be blessed. Well, we did it again tonight. We enjoyed the Word, didn't we? I enjoy the Word as much or more as I think anybody else does. I thank God for His Word. We're looking forward to being with you again on this coming Sunday at 9 and 11. And God bless you. Have a great evening. You are strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. God bless you. Have a great evening. You can never stay.